Hey, what's up? I'm Nikki Novocaine, and welcome to Nikki Philosophy. What's poppin', y'all? So today we will be talking about sex obligations, okay? And by sex obligations, I mean any type of situation to where people feel like they're obligated or entitled to sex from somebody. Most of the time, it's for doing the bare minimum, okay? I've been seeing a lot of this floating around on the socials, so we're gonna get into it, okay? The first post I want to talk about is one that I seen a while back. It was about a guy who said that if he take a girl out of town, then she's obligated to have sex with him. First of all, nobody is ever obligated to have sex with you. Second of all, you can't take somebody on a trip and then get there and expect them to pay you in sex. Sex work is valid work 100%, but you can't just spring that up on somebody as a form of payment for something that wasn't discussed prior to. I feel like if you're going out of town with somebody, the first thing is if y'all are going on a trip together, y'all need to be on the same page. Whether the other person knows you're not going to have sex, the other person knows you're not willing to have sex, or the other person knows that you are. Okay. So I feel like because of this type of thing that's going on, people need to have a conversation. Okay. So when we get here, are we going to do it? Are we not going to do it? Okay, cool. Now, that can go even a little deeper because even if somebody says that they are willing or want to have sex, they can remove that consent at any point in time, okay? Why? Because no is a complete sentence, okay? No doesn't require an explanation, no period, okay? But we're going to get into consent on a later episode, so let's just focus on the sex obligations for right now. So, personally, I feel like if I'm going out of town with somebody, they already know where I stand when it comes to sex. Even right now, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but even right now, I'm kind of in a weird place when it comes to sex. But moving on, married people. Okay, I know y'all going to say I can't speak on marriages and married people when I'm not married, but what I can speak on is someone feeling like they somebody has some type of duty to them to give them sex even when you're in a marriage you still have consent you still do not have to have sex with somebody if you do not want to okay marital rape is a thing and that's what is giving this whole obligation to sex just for the bare minimum is giving rape culture and a lot of those people who are agreeing with that stuff is really giving me you know okay so what you gonna do if she say no a lot of them are saying oh, okay I'm talking about, I jumped back to the um, post about the trip. A lot of people were saying that they would leave them there. And some people was like, okay, we gonna, either you're going to have sex or I'm going to have sex. What does that mean? Exactly. So you're saying that you're going to take it? And that's some of the um, debate that I was having with some of those people. I was like, okay, so if they said no, you're just going to take it? A lot of them were saying it and then quote-unquote joking saying they're joking, but they was really giving me predator vibes. They was really giving me those type of vibes, okay? Now, I saw this other post on TikTok. It was a couple weeks ago where this guy, she was recording him, and they was at dinner, same situation. He was saying that she needed to pay for her own food and she needed to find a way home because she told him that she wasn't having sex with him. You feel like just because you buy somebody a little $40 dinner that somebody just supposed to bust it open for you. 
that's that really does not make sense to me, y'all. Okay, y'all. So I'm gonna tell y'all a couple different stories about situations that I've personally been in. So the first situation is where it was this guy who I had previous dealings with about three years prior to this situation. So I had went into the store that he works at. He seen me. He ended up hitting me up on Facebook asking if he can come over and catch up. I was like, yeah, if you bring me some ice cream. So he was like, okay, cool. I'll bring you some on my lunch break. <laughs> and my sis was at my house that day, so she know, she's going to know this story. Anyway, so he came over. He brought me the ice cream, and I said, thank you. And I was making Philly cheesesteak egg rolls that day, and I offered him some. He got some, whatever. And then he started saying stuff. And I was like, um, you know, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm, I'm going to hit you up. And I was like, okay, cool. So he left, and a few hours later... I was actually chilling with my first love at this time that he hit me up. And he was like, okay, I'm off work now. Can I come back over? I was like, no, I have company. And he was like, I came all the way over there. I brought you ice cream and you got somebody else over there. You know, I want to come over there. I was like, dude, I told you that I was not having sex with you. Now, he's not used to me saying no because when I, previously I didn't say no, but that goes to consent. I can say no at any time that I want to say no, regardless of if we have a history or not. Anyways, he got so upset with me because I told him that he couldn't come over and we couldn't have sex. And I'm like, bro, you brought me Publix brand ice cream. You really thought that was sex worthy? Not saying that if he brought me Mayfield, I would have had sex because I still wouldn't have. But, bro, come be for real. <laughs> Anyways, I laugh, but it's really not a laughing matter. He really got upset with me because I told him no. And he ended up blocking me, and I don't think I've talked to him since then, and that was back in 2017, 18-ish. Anyways, moving on to the next story. So it was this other guy, and I forgot where or when I met him. It probably was on some app because I used to be very reckless back in the day. So I didn't have a car, and... He wanted to chill. Now, this was when I was heavy in grind mode. I had just got a, um, I had just got my apartment, and I was working. I was doing hair, and I had a 9 to 5. So I had just got off my job. I had, like, two clients that day. Like, I was so freaking sleepy. Like, I was dead tired. And he still wanted to see me. I told him, I was like, look, you can come pick me up, and we can come to your house, but I want to go to sleep. Like, I'm so tired. I'm sleepy. I'm coming there and I'm going to sleep, okay? So he came and picked me up. We went over to his apartment and I got in bed and I was finna go to sleep. And he was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to sleep as we discussed. He said, okay, I just came over there and got you. I didn't come and get you for nothing. I said, I told you that I was going to sleep. He was like, this ain't what I want to do. I just came all over there to the east side and got you and brought you over here. I didn't bring you over here for you to go to sleep. I said, I literally told you that I was going to sleep. And he was like, well, no, we can't. No, you're not going to sleep. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, take me home. I literally looked at him with a straight face and said, take me home luckily for me he did take me home but I was a little bit nervous because in that moment I didn't know what was going to happen I didn't know if he thought I was playing 
and he was actually going to try to take it. Like, I don't, I didn't know at that moment what he was going to do. <laughs> like, his apartment was close by one of my friend's apartments. So, if Push had a came to shove, I would have walked over to her house like, listen, sis, don't ask me how I got in this predicament, but I just need you to let me in. <laughs> okay? But, yeah, those are just two situations to where guys have done the absolute bare minimum and thought that they was going to get sex for it. Not saying that sex should be used as a reward, but I'm saying that if people are upfront with you, you shouldn't expect sex from them. And people are never obligated to give you sex as a form of payment as for anything, for anything, for a date, for a trip, for some Publix brand ice cream. You're not obligated to have sex with them for any reason. Now, I'm, I can talk a little bit more about when I was abstinent. Um, I had been abstinent for about two years. And I know a lot of y'all are going to hear me say that and ask me what happened. Y'all, a lot of y'all do ask me what happened and why I'm not abstinent anymore or something of that nature. It, it really happens. Y'all, I'm not making this up. So I'm really going to address that in another episode. But when I was abstinent, there would be guys I would tell that, I, you know, we can talk, we can date, we can chill, but I'm not having sex because, you know, I'm abstinent. And I was using the word celibate because I didn't know the difference between the two. So I may say celibate or I may say abstinent, but I do know the difference between the two now. But they would always feel like, okay, so we doing this, we doing that. So that means we're going to have sex. We over here chilling in my bed, but that means we're going to have sex. No, it doesn't. It does not mean we're going to have sex because I told you that we was not going to have sex. So I feel like setting clear boundaries is sometimes not enough for people. Because me, throughout the whole time I was abstinent, throughout the whole situation with the Publix brand ice cream, with the situation with the guy that picked me up, I was 100% upfront with not having sex. For some reason, some guys get it in their minds that they can convince somebody to have sex even though we're telling you that we're not going to do that. Okay? They feel that by doing anything, whether it's taking the trash out, whether it, just for the smallest of the smallest things, they think that somebody is going to have sex with them just for that. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't work that way. It really does not work that way. And another thing, some guys, or should I say some people, are very emotional when it comes to hearing the word no. That's where a lot of this stems from, okay? Guys get so upset when somebody tells them no. So they act out in multiple ways, as we've seen when women don't want to give their number out, how men act. So the guy saying he's going to leave her if she said no to sex. The guy saying she needs to walk home or pay for her own dinner if he's not going to give her sex. That's them being emotional because they don't want to be told no. It's the sense of them wanting to always be in control and wanting to feel powerful that they get upset when somebody doesn't want to oblige. I'm sorry, wrong word. When somebody doesn't want to obey what they're saying. It's very ridiculous. And 
I don't know if it was the same way back in the day. I don't know if it's just with my generation of men, but it just seems like this generation of men try to do something and say anything just to get their way and to avoid, you know, being told no. And that's just really not how the world works. It's not. People are entitled to say no. No is a complete sentence, period. It does not require an explanation. It's honestly complete and utter disrespect. It's a sense of entitlement. It's misogyny. There's no other way around it. There's no other way you can put it. That's exactly what this is. Y'all know I'm finna say my favorite phrase, right? It's toxic masculinity because it is. And of course, in the comments on these posts, of course, you know, there are the pick me's in the comments. And a pick me, for those of you who don't know, a pick me is a person who will say whatever or agree with whatever the majority is agreeing with or saying just so people would like them or just so people would talk to them. So the pick me's were in the comments saying, oh, yeah, we do this. We gon' If you take me out of town, of course, we're going to do it. If you take me out to dinner, of course, we're going to do it. If you buy me this, of course, you're going to do it. And that's fine. That's completely fine. But don't try to project your feelings onto other people, other women who don't feel the same way and don't try to judge them or say anything bad about them just because they feel like a guy doing the basic or bare minimum is not sex worthy. Because nine times out of ten, like I said, it's not. And if in, even if it is sex worthy, if somebody doesn't want to give you sex for that, they don't have to. Because why? Say it with me, guys. No is a complete sentence. I feel like we all may have been in situations in our relationship or marriage or whatever it may be where we felt like we had to have sex with our partner personally. I have been in, you know, that type of situation with a partner to where I felt like it was my duty to have sex with them. And when I tell y'all that was the absolute worst sex in the world because there was no love there, it was no emotion there, it was literally just get yours and, you know, get off of me type stuff. So why would you even want to have sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with you? Like, it's no emotion, it's no connection there. Like, that's boring, that's lame. Why would you even want to do that? Outside of, you know, no is a complete sentence, why would you even want to have sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with you? Like I said, we're going to talk about consent. In another episode. So, y'all, that one is going to be coming soon because I really want to address consent because these two kind of go hand in hand. In conclusion to this topic, there are two things I want y'all to take away from this. One, nobody is ever obligated to have sex with you regardless of what you do for them. And two, no is a complete sentence, period. Okay, thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's episode. Remember to go ahead and share my podcast with people because everybody loves me and they're going to love me too. And don't be selfish and hold me to yourself. I've posted a new video on my YouTube. I did a um, rainbow haul on my YouTube. So go ahead and check that out. Make sure you subscribe because I do a lot of things on my YouTube. I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So you never know what could pop up on my YouTube channel. So make sure you go subscribe. The name is Nikki Lasophy. Go ahead and like my page on Facebook because we are going to, of course, have a discussion about 
this topic on my page. So go ahead and like my page. It's Nikki Lostophy as well. And we also discussed this topic and plenty more in my group on Facebook. It's called the Nick Force Assembly. Make sure you go ahead and join the group as well. You know, just stay connected with me, okay? If you would like to collab or if you would like me to do promo for you, send me an email, nikkilosophy at gmail.com. If you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss, you can DM me on any of my platforms about topics that you would like me to discuss. Or if you see a picture, a meme or something you want me to talk about, just hit me up. Y'all know I'm really good with doing Nick for selected topics. If you've been rocking me with me for a while, you know that. Um, also, if you would like to connect with me on a personal side, go ahead and follow me at They Crave with the K, They Crave underscore Nikki on everything. They Crave Nikki on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, every platform. Just search They Crave underscore Nikki, and if I have it, you'll be able to follow me, okay? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Of course, Nick Force is the best fan base on the planet.